0: Listen as Chris and Jerry discuss the often terrible experience of jet lag using scientific and personal experiences. Anything to help minimize this part of international air travel. Welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Hi, I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts, and I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. Uh How you doing, Jerry?
1: Oh, very good. How are you?
0: Oh, oh, I'm doing great. Doing really good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to the topic today. Uh, um, uh, I think this is something that we all go through no matter what, no matter when you travel around the world. Um, <laughs> would, you, would you like to introduce the topic, Jerry?
1: Surely. We've yeah. had several requests on talking about jet lag. Chris and I have been traveling quite often around the world and for quite a while. Yeah. And one thing that I believe everyone, as Chris mentioned, suffers jet lag to at least some degree.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, first of all, we probably should discuss what jet lag is because it's horrible if you have a bad case of it. but. Normally our body is accustomed to operating in a certain way or habit, mm-hmm. and when we change that operating normal uh, custom, um, even by a few hours, it can really affect us, Yeah. and flying is usually what causes most jet lag because we cover a great distance in a short time,
2: yeah.
1: And. Basically, I looked up the definition on it.
0: Oh, did you it, Oh, no. Okay. I did. Okay. It's a
1: disruption, <laughs> I know, it's a disruption of your natural biological cycle, like oh. keeping habits, eating times, and even the types of food we eat.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and they seem to all affect jet lag. And some of the symptoms include insomnia, mm. which is hard to go to sleep
0: yeah. sometimes. Yeah.
1: Disorientation, dehydration, nausea, irritability, memory loss, upset stomach, and confusion. Oh. Wow. Of course, yeah. Most of those are extreme cases of it, but um, I know that you and I have just come back from international trips yeah. last week. Yeah. And um, did you suffer any jet lag at I-
0: all? I I did I did Jerry Yeah I um, I was in Italy there for, for, and I live in the United States and it, and it was like around eight hour time difference or so and uh, I, I I had a real hard time I arrived kind of late at night where I live at, at around eleven eleven p.m. so almost midnight and and I went right back to I went to bed on my normal cycle kind of here back home and then I woke up um, you know, like around uh normal time, uh, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, but then I was so tired during the day I wanted to take a nap kind of thing and uh yeah. but it was really hard. I, I and then I woke up like at two, three in the morning the next day and <laughs> <laughs> like and I was really out of it too. I think you you kinda almost are foggy a little bit and, and uh I I didn't work. I took a vacation day a couple days after when I got back. Um but uh, it, it was it was hard, it, and I'm still. It's been a week, week and a half now, and I, I I'm still a little, you know, I'm not totally 100, percent but I, I feel like I'm getting back in the normal cycle there. And I, I, how did you feel when you went to your and, and your international trip there? Did
1: you? Well, I went to Peru for two and a half weeks.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. And
1: from Utah time, Peru is only an hour ahead.
0: Oh, oh, nice. Oh, okay. So you're... Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's not so bad because, I mean, you've been six hours or so flying from the U.S. down to Peru. Right. and it because it's only an hour difference, it really doesn't throw you off too much.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's about the same. Uh, but it really affects me when I go, like, 12-hour difference time zone. All right, 12. Like, when yeah. we go... Yeah, but yeah. so can we go from um, Salt Lake, for example, where we live, to India,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which
1: is halfway around the world, about in time zone, and um, you're wide awake at midnight and want to sleep at noon?
0: Right, right.
1: And it does take some time to get used to that. I yeah. want to ask you: Do you does it affect you more going west to east or east to west? Like, did you feel it more going to Europe or coming back from
0: Europe? I, I, I think for me, uh, coming back, coming back took a longer time, and and maybe I noticed it more because I guess when you go from, uh, uh you know, uh, west to east, um, you know, and then I started my trip, so I was really busy with the trip, so you get right into it, you know, kind of thing, and, mm-hmm. and when I came back home, I didn't have anything planned for the for a couple days. And then, so I was, I had the days open, you know, to kind of do whatever. But I, I, I think for me, it was coming back. It was going from, you know, from uh, east to west. East to west was kind of the word. How about you? Did you have a, 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 or a one that affects you the most, kind of going back or forth?
1: Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on where I'm going,
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh. for
1: example. If I'm going west to east, like to Europe,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: I'm, we usually get there in the morning. Right. And I am so excited about doing my stuff
2: mm-hmm.
1: that I run around like a maniac. Yeah. And <laughs> in the afternoon, though, usually around, I don't know, 2, 3, 4, yeah. I start getting tired.
0: Yeah. yeah and um,
1: yeah. But when I go to Asia, I know you've been to China. Yeah, how did that affect you? Particularly crossing the Dateline. Did that affect you either direction more? It,
0: it did. I I think probably the China one was probably going to China was really, it was really hard to to get used to it. You know, like with the with the Dateline and and the change and everything with that. Um, but I, I I I heard a couple remedies like drinking a lot of water really helps out. You know, mm-hmm. like any uh, hydration. Yep. You, you, I think you get being on the plane too. I think you get pretty hydrated. Um, but is, is, do you have any remedies, Jerry? Like I know you've been traveling for many years. You know, and and do you have? Is there any travel little secrets that people have <laughs> that, uh, that that not, not many well, people know about, or is it just every case is different? I guess you know, but.
1: Yeah, uh, from all the years I've traveled, over 50 years and over 26 million air miles, Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get affected by it as much oh, or okay. as often as you're, many people.
0: You're kind of used I mean, to it of, a little bit more. Uh-huh.
1: No, I don't think so. It's just I love travel.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: okay. I have a situation where, I mean, well, for example, let's talk about, coming back from Asia or, like, the South Pacific. Okay. I mean, you leave Sydney, for example, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday. Okay. And you fly nonstop for, like, 14 hours or so. And you arrive in L.A. like at 10.30 in the morning on Wednesday. Like, oh, wow. five hours before you left.
2: <coughs> <laughs>
1: now, that still blows my mind.
2: Yeah, that I,
1: is. Yeah, I mean, I flew back uh, from Hong Kong nonstop to Seattle a couple of months ago. And we got there a few hours before he left on the same day. (laughs) And I've learned to keep from going
2: insane, trying
1: to understand that. It's a line, which I understand, but psychologically, how can you go all that time and get there before you left? Yeah, yeah. But most people do say don't drink any alcohol.
0: Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, on the flight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. don't, because it dehydrates you. But I have several friends who have three or four or five shots before they get on the plane, (laughs) and they cover the shots on the plane, and they sleep the whole way across.
0: Yeah, yeah, it makes, yeah, uh uh-huh.
1: And they're in great shape. Now, I can sleep anywhere, practically, so I don't need that. But, Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of people um, eat light on the plane.
0: Oh, right, right, yeah, not having a heavy... Yeah, yeah. The usual international flights, I guess, they usually feed you, you know, like a, a, a dinner or a, a, a light snack kind of thing, and then and try to eat light on that. Yeah, yeah, not as much. Yeah, you know, like going
1: to Hong Kong, uh, we had dinner when we left. We had a mid-flight snack and a breakfast. And I ate like a pig on all of them,
2: <laughs>
1: and but they're not. Most people are not advised to do that. Mm-hmm. And, something that is interesting, um, they even, many people suggest don't have energy drinks.
0: Oh, right, right, right,
1: Because yeah. they say it affects your blood and everything else, mm-hmm. and your sleeping habits. But the most important thing is to drink water.
0: Water, yeah. I think that's kind of the...
1: <clears throat> yeah, I yeah. start usually the day I'm flying, mm-hmm. if I'm leaving in the evening, or the day before, drinking two or three times the amount of water that I drink. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And then on the flight, I drink as much as I can.
0: I, I, I do, I too. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: I find... Pardon? I do, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. I think that helps tremendously. hmm And um, there are... Those are about the only thing about eating. But, again, I'm different. I mean, I get to... well. When I get to a place, and like I mentioned about Sydney, getting there at 10.30 in the morning. Right. Well, I set my clock, my watch to 10.30, and that's what time it is. I forget as much as I can that it's really midnight or past. And I forget it because I'm where I am, and that's the time. So mentally, I try instantly to get into that time.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: it helps me a lot. And another thing that I like to do is walk around the plane.
0: Oh, right, right. Yep. Yep. Stretching it, out. Stretch out.
1: Yeah. Well, not only to stretch out, but to keep the body, the blood moving. hmm mm-hmm. And get oxygen in. Because you need oxygen. And then when I arrive somewhere, I really look forward to the long walk from the plane to immigration and customs.
2: Yeah. Because it yeah. starts
1: getting me going, and uh, if I arrive in the morning, the sunlight helps me tremendously.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh
1: Because I walk as much as I can the first day and be in the sun. If I get somewhere at night, like you go somewhere and get there at night, Mm -hmm. um, I go to bed bed instantly Mm -hmm. and get up the next morning and act like that's normal time, as Mm -hmm. I said before.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I I, I think yeah, it's almost yeah. Mm-hmm. Real, it's a psychological thing too. You have to put it in your head that you're in the new time now. You know, kind of thing, and and uh, and, and, and and kind of forget your old time. <laughs> you know, kind of thing, yeah, or but, your, yeah. your home time, kind of a bit. Yeah,
1: yeah because I know a lot of people uh, want to call home or mm-hmm. text home or something. Stay connected. So say, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they don't get rid of old time. Right. So I think that psychologically affects you also. Yeah. Now, yeah. there are several schools of thought on how to get prepared for this trip.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Some people say you should absolutely, starting a few days before, are wearing yourself out. Oh. Just okay. wearing yourself out. Because when you get to your new destination, then you can be more awake. I don't understand that, in the least. I mean, I never wear myself out any more than normal. Yeah. And, but some people say get really a lot of rest before you go. Mm. Well, I don't do that either.
2: <clears throat>
1: and, I mean, I just hop on. Well, I mean, it has nothing to do with the jet lag. But when I climbed Kilimanjaro, and Jaro, mm-hmm. a friend that wanted me to go with him insisted that we climb the mountains of Utah and do all this. And I didn't do any of it. I just, the night before, at the health club, he said, you've got to do something. So I did 15 minutes on a stair stepper, and then we went <laughs> off and climbed to the Charles. And he got out sickness two segments, and I didn't.
0: Oh, but, wow, interesting.
1: Yeah. So I don't think there's any right answer, and I think it depends, as you mentioned, on the person.
0: Yeah. But I
1: do know it's critical to drink tons of water.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can wh- wh- I really... Yeah. Pardon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: I think it's important to start at least 24 hours before you go and to get oxygen in your blood and uh, drink tons on the plane. And even after you get to where you're going, I think that's really important. And I also think for jet lag is to forget the time where you were and be the time where you are. It's kind of hard mm-hmm. because, as you say, in the afternoon you just want to die. Oh,
0: yeah. You just
1: because can't... it's 2 o'clock in the morning where you're from, and, oh, sorry, or even later or whatever,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but, and you want to die. But I say it's possible to go to bed my normal time.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's the toughest. Yeah, if you get, I think I think that's the most important thing. you got to try to do it that first day, either coming back or going back home. you got to stay up. you got to be, like, on that time that you were on before you got on the flight, I think. Yeah, you got to. That. But but the water like the stewardess or the steward on the plane I I'm the, I'm the water guy too I, I keep on saying can I have a refill can I have, you know I'm d- I'm d- d- don't be scared to ask for refills with water they're always really happy to give you more water as much as you can so you know even even on the on the on the time when they come around with food or, or drinks and things but you can you, you could even go to their back station and ask for water I've done that before you know go. Yeah. go in the back and and ask them, but uh but yeah, what well, yeah, I, I think I think this is a topic where it, it happens to everybody, even the best of them, even the most um athletic person or the most person in shape or it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what body type you have or how old you are. I think everybody mm-hmm. gets I mean, um yeah, it's just it's time travel. I guess we 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 go <laughs> we go through it really you know, and uh Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, that's well, great, yeah.
1: Well, I think we need to mention medication. Oh,
0: okay. I know okay.
1: lots of people that take various jet lag pills.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Is there quite a few out there? I've never really done that much.
1: Well, I've never done it.
0: Yeah.
1: And never say never, but I don't plan on it because mm-hmm. I just know how I, my body is. Yeah. And some people say it's magnificent, and others say they don't do a thing to them. Oh, okay. And... Some people actually have reactions to them. Like you know, nauseated or something. So a person that has a tendency or I think they might really suffer badly by it.
2: Mm-hmm. I think
1: they should talk to their doctor. Yeah.
2: And yeah.
1: get the doctor's opinion. And as well like seasickness pills.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I don't get seasick. Oh, okay. Even on massive, massive storms crossing the Great Passage. <laughs> Really? I'm up there with the captain in the um, pilot's <laughs> house and, yeah, yeah. and uh, watching the whole thing going, and everybody else is sick as a horse, and uh, so I don't take the sick, seasickness stuff. But the people that are seasick, for example, and people that get jet lagged um, may want to consider medication. Yeah. Especially, especially, and some people insomnia, insomnia. And others take a sleeping pill
2: mm-hmm.
1: of some sort. Because some people, like when you arrive at night into a country and you want to go to bed.
0: Yeah, right away, yeah.
1: Because you don't want to be awake all night and sleep all day. Some people will take sleeping pills when they get there. Mm -hmm. And that way it sort of shocks their system and wake up in the morning and they're more normal.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: So those are the main things. There are a lot of personal remedies that a lot of people do and to work for them but as you mentioned ev- almost everyone gets it yeah
0: to
1: varying degrees mm-hmm. and even i who've thrown so many millions of miles mm-hmm. i do get it yeah
0: you but, still uh, do. yeah yeah
1: but I, I i try as i mentioned live the time where you are mm-hmm. tons of necklace a lot of the sunshine the first day you're there especially and walk as much as you can
0: walk and move around. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the
1: first day, and I started on the plane.
0: Mhm. Those are the main mm-hmm. points, right there. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great, Jerry. Well, well, I think our our listeners uh, should be. You know, that's that's great advice. You know, just for any flights that you do internationally. You know, um, you know, I hope you can take these tips and make your travels better and uh and your. And you're, you know, I think that's the most important thing, especially if you don't have a whole lot of time too. Like every day is so critical, too, and every time the time is pretty uh, critical to to feel good, you know, during the time when you're mm-hmm. on the trip there. And uh, yes, and and, and trying. I not, hope he gave. You
1: know, yeah. Oh, I hope he gave some information that, well, at least direct our listeners. Yeah. Any direction. Yeah because, um, as we say, everybody is different.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: I do know the things you mentioned, Val, do help and at least greatly minimize right. the effect of jet lag.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Well, great, Jerry. Well, thanks for a great show. And, uh, yeah, look forward to many more shows coming up here and, uh, you know, around the world and 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 having great guests on the show here, too. And, uh, you know, it should be a great year. So. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well, uh, enjoy your travels, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you. Okay.
0: Thank you for listening to our show from all around the world. We really appreciate that. And we'd like to uh, give a shout-out. Thank you to Stephen Pratt for helping compose the music, the wonderful intro and the ending of the show. And I'd also like to uh, say thank you to James Steed uh, for helping with the website and audio information, and also Nate Scholes um, about uh, getting us on the right track and helping us on the podcast on Travel Advice Show. Um, So thank you so much, and uh, enjoy all your travels around the world.